hungry. Gotta save that. Yay! 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 Mo couldn't wait to eat his breakfast. Yay! That's what it is. Because I'm a large man. He knows how everybody loves listening to uh, the close-up of his mouth. Hey, I eating. give you that sound effect. I can back off. I give you that because you've asked for it. I don't like that sound effect. I love it at all. It's great. No. So Mo brought in. We're doing this in the morning, bro. Bro, you're bro. What's up, bro? Yeah, bro. Uh, bro. Mo, bro. Better than bra, <laughs> right? Is it bra or bro? It's bro. No, it's man's ear. Oh, uh, look at you. So Mo brought in some breakfast sandwiches from Duncan, right? I had to get the tea anyway. Well, we always have the tea. See? You, you do the sound effects too. Mo brought in breakfast sandwiches from Duncan. Yeah. And because I'm trying to have a low-fat diet, he uh, was thinking of me. No, that's not why. Oh. I said this would be a great topic if I grabbed this plant-based sausage sandwich for us to talk about on the show. Uh-huh. And I got two because I said I'm not going to just eat one and talk about it. I'm going to get one for my friend. So here's the interesting thing about these – about, like, vegetable-based, plant-based stuff. It's not always, like, healthier for you. Like, people just assume it's healthier for you. I never said that. No, you didn't. I you never didn't. said that. But a lot of people just make that assumption. Like, the Impossible Burger at Burger King or the Impossible Whopper – is still, like, super fat. Super fatty. Right. If I think it's more so for people who, you know, don't want to eat meat and want to pretend that they are still able to eat meat, I don't know. Let's be very clear. If you're going to Burger King, you're not going for healthy food first. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Do we they lost even that have Burger salads? King. They don't even have salads. No, they don't care. No. They're like, hey, there's lettuce on the Whopper. <laughs> if you're lucky, you'll get some tomato on there. And, and it's wilted. Shut up. It's delicious. Yeah, so. No, uh, they don't do lettuce. On, do they do lettuce on the Whopper? I don't see anyone who's going into McDonald's, Burger King, any of those going, hmm, what's the healthy option? I want the healthy food. Yeah. No, you're going to McDonald's. Yeah. You know what you're getting. You know, you're getting an Impossible Burger. Look, I want to taste it. To see. I've never tried an Impossible Burger uh-huh. because I'm not going into Burger King. Well, you can, you can get one elsewhere. Go to Cheesecake okay. Factory and get one. Really? Yeah, they oh. have one. I don't know. Is that, I'm not, I was just more curious than anything else. And with this sausage-based sandwich, yeah. Um, I said I wanted to look it up, so I did look it up. So I, I, I can't eat high fat. Am I, am I screwed if I this take a bite? This is 24 of grams of fat with 8 grams of saturated fat. In this sandwich? In this sandwich. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I've but, been eating like but, 10 grams of fat a day. Yeah, understand their regular sausage sandwich. You get it at Dunkin'. Uh-huh. 36 grams of fat. Well, say goodbye to our sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> we, that's why we always just get the tea. Yeah, the, the tea is non-fat. Squeeze a couple lemons into it, you're good to go. Tea's great. Yeah, no mayonnaise. Hold the mayo. <laughs> yes, in the in the tea. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. I ate some of mine. Um, after reading that info, I don't think I'm finishing mine. I mean, some of it's got to be this amount of cheese that they put on there. Yeah, there's cheese. It's it can't all be the fat can't all be in the sausage. But I'm gonna take a bite. I wish you didn't tell me this was plant based. All right, so I'd surprise you. To well, like, that oh, way I could be, you could be like, is your sausage You'd be like, I'm good? not eating sausage. I thought about getting a sausage one and a plant-based one and have them side by side, see if you could tell the difference. That's not bad. It's not a bad sandwich. That's not bad. Now, they say plant-based. They don't tell you what plants are in there. <laughs> That's what gets me. Is it dandelions? I don't know what's in there. Venus flytrap and uh, moss. Venus flytrap was the coolest DJ ever on TV. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> what? 
WKRP in Cincinnati, the, the main guy who did the nighttime. Okay. Venus Flytrap. A little dated there. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. So it's a decent tasting sandwich. It's not bad. For a for a Dunkin' sandwich, it's it's okay. I'm actually okay with this. I'm, I'm going to have one more bite, and then we're going to call it a day. Yeah, I'm calling I've had two bites. That's already probably ever like seen six me, grams of fat. Have you ever seen me pass on so much food and leave it there? I don't. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. But, hey, I'm going to stick with this. A lot of times, the faux meats are objectionable. Yeah. I got some recently from Stop and Shop. Got yeah. some faux ground beef. Tried to make a chili out of it. You could tell it wasn't meat. Yeah, I, I tried mean, their sausage. Oh. So, I had an idea last night as I was watching the television. Anything good on? No. <laughs> I have 8 billion options. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm watching a... Uh, I'm watching a documentary on Dr. Pepper being made in Texas. Yeah, which is actually pretty cool. But is it how he got his doctorate? No. No. Do you know the? the I know name nothing. Comes from? I know nothing about the history of Dr. Pepper. So I'll give a quick lesson on Dr. Pepper. Uh, Dublin, Texas. This guy is making this stuff. Okay, people are liking it. Whole thing. There's another name for it. Not working out. He has this girl. Was it Mr. Pib? <laughs> right. He just had to get a doctorate, and all of a sudden, it started to sell. So there was this girl he really liked, but had to go to her father and get her father's approval. She really liked him. They were going through this whole thing. And he said, look, I've just made this new soda, and I want to name it after your dad, Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's nice. And the father was not impressed, (laughs) did not allow it. And then the girl was like, yeah, that didn't work. See ya. Bye. So he's stuck with this name. Just like that? And he's stuck by the name. Wouldn't you change it at that point? Uh, Is... Is pepper one of the 23 ingredients? I don't know. It didn't go into that in the documentary. They don't give the ingredients. But he basically sold this company. He ends up having this Dr. Pepper separate in Dublin. He's got a 40-mile radius that he can sell his own Dr. Pepper. Dublin Dr. Pepper. Oh, interesting. When everybody switched over to to, uh, high fructose corn syrup, he stayed with sugar. Nice. A little bit more expensive, but they stayed with it. And people down there loved it. They were bootlegging it all over the place. <laughs> bootlegging Dr. Pepper. It's it's very – the difference in cane sugar to high fructose corn syrup in a soft drink mm-hmm. is huge. It's massive. I don't taste it. But, again, I don't do soda anymore. Yeah, but you did soda for a long time. I never noticed the difference. Yeah. Yeah. But this is someone who prefers the aspartame variety anyways, right? I switched to the old uh, uh, Diet Coke was my thing for a long time, just because I was trying to get away from the sugar. Yeah. So I went to the Diet Coke, and I got hooked. <laughs> I got Get hooked. away from the fattening sugar, dive right into the carcinogenic exactly. aspartame. And I think a lot, I'm not alone in that. A lot no. of people did that. No, but you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't if you're drinking soda. Unless it's seltzer, which you don't get down on. I don't like seltzer. I don't think it tastes good. Boo on you. Oh, sorry. Oh, I love it. I can't stand it. It's a real New England uh, yeah, thing. Yeah. People outside of so New England don't do fluff, the seltzer. But, you know. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> do you do that that often? So the marshmallow fluff, the only time I really have it is when I go to TK's, which is my soccer bar that I go to. Shout out to TK's. Shout out TK's. And they're known for chicken wings. 
right? They Great had like wings. 76, uh, 77 flavors now, actually. Really? They Did just you, added a new one. What'd they add? Uh, the hat trick wing for the new hockey team in Danbury, Connecticut. Okay. It's, it's delicious. What is it? Uh, I don't know, it's orange and it comes with carrots. All right, then. and it's spicy and it's good. I don't exactly know what it is. But I haven't gotten on board with the hat trick yet. It's our local uh, minor league hockey team. Eh. I'm not on board yet. I'm disinterested. I, I don't know. I I, I like hockey. I, I love need hockey. To be more I minor love league hockey. hockey. I think we should go to a game. I'm 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 fine to go to a game, but there's yeah, we, uh, Danbury hockey is a whole different. Thing. We could spend an entire show on that. But talking about wings. Fair. Uh, fluff. Fluff is yeah. a side for their peanut butter jelly wings. Interesting. Now, the first time I saw peanut butter and jelly wings, I'm just like, well, how disgusting. I have to try this. Right. Pretty good. Really? Pretty good. Now, really? I've, de- I've, I've decided that PB&J is the only wing flavor I will have on a boneless wing, which is, you know – Chicken tender, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But uh, uh, some people get, oh, I'll have boneless wing, or I'll have. I'm always a bone-in wing guy. Yeah, but me too. The for the, the wing to the drumstick too. Oh, I'm the opposite. I like the I like the drumstick. Well, so we can split really well. Yeah, I like because the if wing, we got the full wing, we could just yeah, it's each the wing, half. You, you, you put the whole thing in your mouth and you just pull the bone out. Yeah, but That's you got to use your tongue to, to kind of poke through the middle there a as well. Bit, yeah. and a little, Depends yeah. on how they're done. <laughs> so the uh, but the PB and J wing that they have, it's really good. I I didn't think it would be good so much so that whenever I go there with like somebody new, I'm like, hey, you, we got to try the PB and J. And if it's wing night, you can order by the wing. It doesn't have to be like you have okay. to order five, ten, twenty. So <laughs> two peanut butter jelly wings, please. <laughs> Here's my ninety cents. Here you go. And uh, it's really good. So the only time I ever have fluff, instead of ranch, that's the dipping sauce. Weird. So you can have peanut butter and fluff wing. No, okay. not we. It's 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 good. I'm just thinking, would you take a, uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and add fluff to it? First off, I would never do that. Second of all, would you slap? Is some, that blasphemous? Would yeah. you slap some chicken in that sandwich too? That's just weird. Yeah, you, you know what? It's weird. Nah, sweet and the the sweet and savory work. Like chicken and waffles, it works. Chicken with, and waffles with work. maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. So right. it, it, it works. The the jelly actually works on the salty part, and then the peanut butter works with it. It's, a, it's, a good, right. it's good. It's good. Right. It's good. While we're on the topic of chicken wings. Hold on. Which is not how I, where I thought the show was going. No, me either. But go ahead. There was a, a, a story I saw. Uh, I think it was in, like, North Dakota. Um, or it was a North Dakota hockey player, but it was a road trip. Mm-hmm. The guy was scratched. All right, we're bringing hockey and chicken wings back into the conversation. I love it. We'll get back to the streaming I started with, but go ahead. Oh, I'm 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 way over that. The uh uh there was a, a hockey player who was scratched, so he was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'm on the road. I'm just gonna go out. I'm gonna go eat a pound of chicken." <laughs> okay. And he did. He gets a FaceTime call from like the equipment manager, the assistant coach, being like, "Hey, Timmy's really sick. You're starting today. You need to, or you're on the fourth line. Whatever. You're playing. Get dressed. Get over here." Wow. Guy scores his first career goal. Hey. Game-winning goal. Wow. With a stomach full of a pound of chicken. Wow. Uh, sometimes. A lot of protein. I, you, yeah, but sometimes when your stomach's that full, you can, like, barely walk. This guy goes to skate. Oh, I know. And get checked. Like, playing hockey ain't easy. Right. It's very physical when you have a pound of chicken. pound of chicken. And it stayed in. Wow. I was expecting a, a barf in the net or something. Yeah, I, I would have loved that. No, no, this was a good story. This is oh, a feel a great good story. story. Yeah, this is a feel good story. You uh, are you a buffet guy? 
Did you like buffets when you were, you know, packing it in? Love a buffet. Yeah, he's still, he's still. Okay, so he's like, oh, I will never set foot in the McDonald's, but if Golden Corral opened up. Oh, my God, I'd be dead. Really? You, dead, you like yeah. a Golden Corral? I like I like a good buffet like, like that. A good, do you like a Chinese buffet or like a Golden Corral I style I used buffet? to love a Chinese buffet, but I, I would get down on a, on a Golden Corral, especially when they're slicing right in front of you. They got a roast or something. At Golden Corral they do that? Yeah. Really? Oh, it's outstanding. Golden Corral, I thought, was like trash. It's it's a lot of <laughs> slop. So Golden Corral <laughs> is what, like you just gotta pick your it's poison? a trough. Nope. There's a trough. You walk up and it's just splatter all the mac and cheese and cheese-soaked bad food. But at the end, there's some good food in there. It's high in salt. Don't get me wrong. I was once banned from crab legs. <laughs> At a buffet. <laughs> so I'm in Ohio. So you're taking all the crab legs. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm in Ohio, uh, where Lori's family's from. And Shout out to Lori's family. Shout out Lori's family. Shout out Ohio. Shout out crab legs. Ohio. I will not shout out the Brian Buffet, which is the name of a Chinese buffet. What? Brian. I think the guy's name's probably Brian. I don't know. Okay. So uh, Brian Buffet, they, uh, they had all-you-can-eat crab legs. So I go with Lori's family. And they're all eating the Chinese food and everything. I'm just like, all you can eat crab legs? Sign me up. In. Now, yeah. I, uh, you know, in Ohio, they, the, their seafood is usually like. Fresh crab legs in Ohio. Well, <laughs> you're not getting fresh crab legs at any Chinese buffet. <laughs> Brian Buffet, uh, Century Buffet, right. the Grand Buffet. Home Buffet used to have them. Did they? In the New Milford, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm the only guy there eating the crab legs, I guess. Now, they would charge more because they had crab legs even though people weren't eating crab legs right i'm like uh-uh uh-uh you guys might not be here for the seafood that's all i'm doing they cut me off what do you mean they cut you off like after my third tray of crab legs and i was like keep them coming they were like uh-uh no wow no more crab legs. they stopped putting them out for the entire what? restaurant specifically because of me <laughs> And it was great. Call a cop. And it was great. And I would have eaten three more trays. See, crab legs, it's a lot of work to get through the shell to have the food. Which is why we turn them into games. Okay. So in Savannah, Georgia, where I went to college, Fiddler's Crab House on River Street. Shout out Fiddler's. <laughs> why was, what's a shout, shout out in food show? Listen. Weird. It's just weird. Shout out Fiddler's. So they would have all-you-can-eat crab on Monday nights. It was like 40 bucks, which is a lot of money for a college is that why you went there? Those fillers on the roof? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we would have marathons. Like, we would sit there for 12 hours and yeah. see who could eat the most, right? Wow. We would have sprints to be like, who could be the first person to finish 20 pounds? Gamifying food <sighs> is great. Now, When you're young. When you're yeah, young, yeah. yeah. Right, uh, now, right now, if we did like, hey, plant-based oh, no. sausage sandwiches, oh. who can eat the most of them? Oh, no. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not oh, going to no. be in that game. We did Milk Olympics, too, in high school. Ooh. Uh, who could drink a gallon of milk without throwing up? Wow, that's hard. Most of us threw up. Yeah. I, I could do it, though. I didn't. I didn't throw up. I could do it because it came the Santa thing. The By the way, you haven't, you haven't commented today. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You haven't commented today that the, the beard is, uh, you know, begun its transformation. It, it might just be these lights, but there's still a lot of gold in that beard. Well. I think it might just be the fluorescent lights. It's, be, probably, it's probably it's bad lighting step. here. I mean, I mean, I trimmed off three inches off the beard. 
I, 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 yeah. I, I, I did notice that. Yeah. Now if you could just trim three inches off the waistline, we'd be in business. Oh, no, we've got to add to the waistline this time of year. <laughs> that's that's true. That's the hard part. That's true. Here, you can have my, no, you can have my sandwich. I'm, I'm yeah, I just want to wrap up the Ohio buffet story. Oh, so. I thought you were there. Okay. No, 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 no. So, you went uh, to Georgia. I thought you were all done. No, that was just a, a side tangent on how much I love <laughs> crab legs. I could eat all the crab legs in the world. Okay. Uh, but there was a uh, – we were in Ohio. I think it was a separate trip. I don't know. Buffets are big in Ohio, obviously. They're sure. So are the people. Some of the largest people I've ever seen in my life were in well, an Ohio buffet. Midwestern folk tend in to enjoy Ohio. their no, food. No, no, no. Specifically, I'm just saying in this butter. Ohio buffet. Gotcha. Okay. Um, which, <laughs> coincidentally or not, was next door to a Walmart. I don't know. You be the judge. <laughs> So we're there with uh, my wife and her friend and her husband, who is a Spanish guy. Okay. Okay. And he's he, from Spain? From Spain. Okay. Barcelona. 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 So, um, and, and I've been to their place. Oh, my God. They have a house literally right on the Mediterranean. Wow. And they also have a pool. Crazy rich like, friend. What? No, it's not rich at all. What? It's just it's in a small village. It's like an hour and a half out uh, train ride outside of Barcelona. It's like halfway to Andorra. Amazing. Most people don't know what Andorra is. Halfway no. to France. Okay. Andorra is like this uh, country that's literally the size of you on top of the mountains in between. <laughs> they have a national soccer team. They're ranked like 196 in the world. Good for them. I think there's only like 197 countries. So there you go. They're not last. So we were at the buffet <laughs> with Sergio. That's his name, and he whispers something. In, well, first of all, he gets sick, sick to his stomach. From the buffet? No. Oh. From the gluttony, from witnessing what's happening in the buffet. That the fact that this buffet even exists, he was like, I cannot eat. I cannot sit oh. here and look at this and eat. Okay, so this, this, th- these heifers rode a crane to get to this buffet. <laughs> all right, they were airlifted, <laughs> dropped off in the buffet. So all Sergio's right. sitting there getting sick. He whispers something to his, his wife now, and she just starts laughing laughing hysterically i'm like what are you laughing at she turns and she goes there's no word in spanish for camel toe (laughs) (laughs) the reason why he's getting sick is because there's a fupa the size of this table that is towing so hard that this poor lad could not eat his food wow yeah that's bad that is shameful that's bad there's uh that's, that's bad. Yeah. There's got to be a point where you go from yoga pants to mumu. Yeah. And, and <laughs> <laughs> this this phenomenon. Do, do, oh, do, do, that was my throat. This phenomenon. Do, 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 do. This phenomenon. Of camel toe does not exist elsewhere in the world. Maybe it does. Not like that. Maybe not in Spain, maybe, not but like maybe that. it does. I mean, we are a pretty fat country. Yeah. Yeah. To bring it back to this Dr. Pepper guy, the guy who was the guy running Dr. Pepper uh-huh. drank five to six Dr. Peppers a day. What What kind of shape was he in? Not thin, thin, but wasn't. You wouldn't look at him and go, "Wow, that guy's fat." You a- wouldn't say average that American. Average, Just an average American. Smaller than average American, I'd say. Oh, okay. And so his, not morbidly so, obese, just regular obese. He had a little, he had a little belly to got him, a but punch. not like you know. But what's great was his wife told him, "You have to stop. You have to stop drinking all this Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. It's got to stop." Okay. You need to drink diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and he said, "Okay, I will." Did and he went fatter? back to the. He went back to the plant. And he bottled regular Dr. Pepper into Diet Dr. Pepper oh! bottles and pulled it over on his wife for years. That is a boss move. 
But the guy lived to be in his mid-80s. Really? Never once mentioned, they didn't mention diabetes, although it probably would be a concern, I would think, with that yeah. sugar day. Well, no, he was seeing the doctor his whole life. Ah, so, yeah. you know, they were the doctor. Yeah. So anyway, so this, this uh, Dr. Pepper episode came to me because I was kind of flipping through Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime, you get with having Amazon Prime, right? <laughs> <laughs> the most redundant statement <clears throat> of the century. Thank you. <laughs> so I started thinking about it and going, okay, I pay for that. I pay for Netflix. It's being like, uh, I bought a pair of shoes and it came with a left one and a right one. <laughs> Amazon Prime, a lot of people, when I first got Amazon Prime, I wasn't thinking about the video. A lot of people don't. I was thinking about just trying to get free shipping on things. Yeah. So the point of this whole thing is, uh, if there is one, uh, oh, don't go back to the sausage. Oh, my it? God. Once it's cold, it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. It's a plant. <laughs> Just spitting it out. Gross. Why'd you go back to it? Once you're done, you're done. <laughs> You've been picking away. You've ate a lot more of yours than I ate of mine. Well, I'm eating the uh, the English muffin. Yeah, you are. The a English muffin. I'm, I'm okay. Look at how much of that. You ate the egg. You ate the English muffin. No, there's still egg here. There's, there's still egg right here. There's still egg. Not anyway. Me. Yeah. So my point is, Amazon Prime, Netflix, which is what, $15 a month. HBO Now. I, I watch HBO Now. That's another like $15 a month. You're looking at Disney Plus, uh, Apple t- Apple TV. How many streaming services is it going to take before we put a kibosh on all the streaming? Because it's going to start costing more than basic cable just to have streaming networks. How many do you carry? How many separate streaming services do you pay for? That's two separate questions with you, I'm aware. But how many do you have? How many do you pay for? I, I do not have cable. I okay. do not have my own cable account. Uh, but I use somebody else's login, and then on top of that, uh, Netflix, which I reciprocate. I share that login. Uh, so you pay for Netflix. I pay for Netflix. I do the same. I pay for it, and I give it to some people. Yep, there you go. Um, which Netflix, like a couple years ago, they were like, we know people are doing this. We're cool with it. Yeah. Like rather than crack down, Why they were fight like, it? nah, they were just like, we want people to see our new content. Right. It's great for them. Um, I pay for uh, ESPN Plus, which I have since upgraded to Disney Plus. Okay. Which includes Hulu now as part of that package. Wow. So how much does that package cost? That's a that's a lot in that package. Twelve ninety nine. Come for, on. For all three. Hulu. Yeah. ESPN, ESPN Plus, Plus and Disney Plus and Disney Plus. Yeah, it's packaged together. If which I, I didn't think is hate Hulu. I'd, I'd probably be all over that. I think that's the way things are going to go. These packages. Packages. Right? Yeah. The uh, CBS All Access. I. Mm-hmm. That is one that I've gone back and forth on whether or not I should pay for because it has uh, Star Trek Discovery and a couple other originals that I wanted to watch. Mm -hmm. And football. Oh, yeah, and football. But, I mean, when's the last time I I paid for football? I don't know. I'm talking about regular people, too, not just you. I'm talking about our listener base, too. How many people are – Yeah. you you start putting in for all these different streaming services. Yeah. And then what happens? Did you watch Daybreak yet? I did. You didn't get into it? You I, watched, like it? I watched uh, three or four episodes, uh-huh. and it was really funny that I, I was sitting there watching this guy talk to the camera, breaking down the third wall, and going, wow, this is very Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> and then Matthew Broderick's in the show. Yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of things coming. Uh-huh. So, okay, I don't need to be surprised to enjoy a show. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I kind of lost some of the fire like three or four episodes in going, yeah. Was a cool idea. Eh. They got it got old quick. They got into this like two or three episode stretch where there was a lot more backstory. 
yeah. than current story. It comes back. All right. It co- it comes back. Yeah, and the the young kid who just wants to swear at everybody at first is shocking, funny, and then just gets a little too much. The Eli? girl. The girl. Oh yeah. The purple hair girl. Yeah, you haven't she went gotten from to being the... okay to being uh, okay. She's obnoxious. Yeah. No way. But she she's uh, spoiler alert a drug dealer at at one point. So okay. That, that wasn't her... much room on the spoiler alert. You're that... like spoiler alert. Bam. That brought her. Throw back. that out there. Okay, hold on. Spoiler alert. So, along those lines of... She's a drug dealer at times. <laughs> along those lines of streaming services, and we've seen so many reboots now. Oh, God. We've seen... Uh, look at all the shows that have come back from, from Roseanne and then losing Roseanne. Uh, which which was a monster hit coming back. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched the Connors once. Full House. Her. I haven't watched the Connors. Full House her. came back, made a huge hit. No, right? that's didn't make a hit. That was shit. It did, it that was back, garbage. Came back, boom, people were all over it. They were loving it. No, 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 no. People were like, Fuller House is shit. Fuller they House. watched is... an episode. They were like, okay, that's cool for the nostalgia. Yeah. Bye-bye. Nah. So there seems to be a lot of it, right? Yes. People are saying, look, this was hot. Let's tap back into it. Yes. It's because people who now have are old enough to have nostalgia right. now are old enough to have money. That's why. Right. Yeah. What is out there that you haven't seen made yet that you'd love to see come back in a reboot or remade with some of the original characters that you watched from your childhood or adolescence? That's a good question. Um, Look at me bringing content. Well, it's about damn time. 24 episodes in. That's mean. <laughs> why don't you think about that for a second while I talk about... Canwood Valley Country Club, the number one place to go. Play some golf, have a good meal, have some cocktails. I'm butchering this, but it's a great place. Stop by CanwoodValleyGolf.com. Canwood Valley Country Club, it is one of my favorite places on the planet. Let's take that again without butchering it. And she's a drug dealer. Canwood Valley Country Club, the number one place to meet your friends, play some golf, have a great <laughs> meal, grab some cocktails. <laughs> Go see our friends over at Canwood Valley Country Club. They are amazing. It's a great place to hang out. Go play some golf. Even if you're not playing golf, stop by any time of the year. CanwoodValleyGolf.com. Third time's the charm? No, go with that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get one in later on in the uh, in the episode. <laughs> we'll give them a freebie <laughs> at the end of the show. Oh, buddy. Canwood Valley Country Club, the number one place to go play golf, meet your friends, have a cocktail, have something to eat. It is some great food, great people, great times. CanwoodValleyGolf.com. So, all right, to answer your question, what do I think would be great reboots? And I've had nothing up my sleeve on this. I, I started chewing on it going, wow, there's some great shows over the years. I don't know how many translate. They tried to like they tried to do some into movies. Yeah. That didn't work. So, one of my absolute all-time favorite sitcoms it would be really difficult to make this one because you would have to do like a fuller house thing and kind of extend the family which would be kind of weird right um or come up with some circumstance i would love married with children to have another season wow and here's why be great married with children was so far ahead of its time way ahead right they were doing stuff back then that people were like, cancel the show. You can't do that on TV. Right. Well, now you can do a lot more on TV. On the flip side, they did a lot of stuff back then that you couldn't get away with now. Right. Sure. They sure. pushed the envelope. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they got now. All of those stars, aside from David Faustino, have gone on to have great careers. 
very productive, very successful. Yeah. I mean, but still, you can't look at Ed O'Neill and not call him Al Bundy. Exactly. You put him right. on whatever show you want, he's still Al Bundy. When I was a little kid, I was like, oh, Al Bundy is in Wayne's World. <laughs> That's really cool. Right. Like, I didn't understand the concept of Ed O'Neill having a career. It was just Al Bundy is yeah, a, a, that's a, a miserable guy in this, too. It's a really good choice. Yeah. Um, if I were to go, like, cartoon-wise. Oh, cartoon. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of my favorite cartoons when I was growing up were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who has he not Man, gone away? He Thundercats, Man, right? Thunder, uh, uh, so, Gargoyles. I, I never watched oh. a Gargoyle cartoon. Oh. Sorry. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's How in love are you with Disney Plus right now? Gargoyle is that's the number one thing that is on Disney Plus that I think people <laughs> were not expecting and are excited for. Okay. Yeah, it's it's great. And I love how they have it like linear. Like you can watch shows from the nineties. And it's um I used to watch the Mario Brothers cartoon. So there was a half and it was They had one? It was Mario Brothers oh. and The Legend of Zelda had fifteen minutes each in a half hour. Okay. And it was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, What's good then? Would it be good now? I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched it. Yeah, that's a tough thing. <laughs> Have you watched the old ones in a while? Not I hate those. when I go back and watch, like, one of my favorite shows when I was a kid, and this is one I'd love to see rebooted because it could be a lot more fun, uh-huh. Greatest American Hero. It's on uh, It's on Prime. I went back and watched it. Ooh. It's awful. Oh, no. It's terrible. Oh. I was like, oh, what a cool no, concept. No. And they dragged out these hour-long shows that didn't need to be. Oh. I would love to see that redone as the Great American, Greatest American Hero with a new suit, maybe the same suit, continue the story and have somebody else doing it. I don't know how it ended last time. Right. Aside from cancellation. So <laughs> I don't know how the story picks up. But that could be a really cool idea. Like the old shows from like that I would watch that were on like Nick at Night. Mr. Ed. I, I don't even know if that would hold. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. There's too many talk tough. It was a novelty back then of a talking horse. Now you can make any animal or or, or Beverly Hillbillies can I mean, be done with uh, you know, um, set it in like mid '90s dot com explosion. That would have been kind of fun. It to would. Do. It would. I'm trying to think of something that like you couldn't do Hogan's Heroes and set it in today's world. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that might come across a little wrong. <laughs> I, I don't think that would necessarily work. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a tough one, and it's actually a subject I really like. I'm trying to think here. It's a fun thing to get into, especially when you look at like how. How people were so stoked for 90210 to come back. I never watched it then. Uh-huh. But there were so many people my age who were like, yes, can't wait. And it made it a few episodes and I canceled the whole thing. It just doesn't work. Well, that's what happens with a lot of these reboots. It's like people are so excited for the nostalgia, and then it's just. Well, that's gone. why the Bradys and- used to do a Brady reunion. They'd meet, do one show, and be done. Right. And it wasn't, they weren't worried about continuing the timeline. They'd say, hey, let's do a show. Mm hmm. And now it's all right. How does this line up? Because there, there's a lot of it out there. The the best reunion of all time was how Seinfeld did theirs. Yeah, on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. On Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, brilliant. Right. It brilliant. was like they actually someone on YouTube basically took all the scenes from that. Whether it was the produced right. final episode or the rehearsals or the table reads, and they actually built the episode in chronological order. Oh, that's great! And you great. can actually watch it as an episode of Seinfeld, and that's it actually cool. it, it holds up. It's actually pretty good. That's cool. It would have made for a great actual final episode. Do you think they'll do a reunion show? Do you think Jerry no. will step in and do it? No, no chance, huh? I don't think. No, I don't see. It. I think that w- that was it. That was it. Yeah, I think that was it. 
There's a lot of money to be had in these things, too. Yeah. There really is. There's a lot of money. Look, David Letterman was going to be done entirely with his entire career. Right. A lot of money brought him back to Netflix. So there's a lot of money out there for these people to, to make some decent money. And when you look at people like like uh, like, like a Seinfeld is a great example. Mm-hmm. You know, Elaine went on to have a great career. Yep. Right? Jerry is set for life regardless of what he does. All of them. Jason they're all still, they're all still okay. chasing. Resi- they all still get residual checks, though. Yeah, it's true. But Kramer's not working really. <laughs> well, that's on him. <laughs> well, if you ever saw the the comedians in cars getting coffee, he he's pretty tore up over that. You know, like people make mistakes. There's there's got to be a way back. And and you look at well, as long as we're talking about that, how about uh, Louis C.K.? So Louis C.K. is back now, uh-huh. trying to do. Uh, he's launching a new special. On his own website. Okay. Kind of saying, look, I want to get back in the game. I've kind of served my time from the public. How do I get back into this? And doing it on his own. Kind of a self-published author. It's it's an interesting take to to the recovery. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm curious <laughs> if someone like Kramer would do something like that. You know, I think he's got a lot of people who still love the guy. He's still somebody we grew up with. We, yeah, look, he made, he made lives. a mistake. And, well, they made fun of it in the in that Seinfeld reunion season of Curb where right. he was uh, he was yelling, you people. It, it had nothing to do because there right. was, uh, uh, you know, Danny Duberstein who died right. and the Corona. And he, hey, Duberstein, I wish there was something that I could call people like you. But he's saying this to a black guy in front of people with cameras, yeah. which is hilarious. But – Seinfeld, I don't think they would ever bring it back. There is a Twitter account, which I love, Modern Seinfeld. Have you seen this? No. Basically, the guy just writes tweets about modern Seinfeld plot twists, right? Okay. So, for example, Jerry refuses to go to a cash-only diner. They've seen the card. They know the credit card. It's time to accept the credit card. Like, just, you know, (laughs) things like that. Elaine's autocorrect makes her look racist in front of her new boss. Why would they even program that word in? All right. It's it's absolutely great. Just go through and read this. Some of these are just absolute home runs. I'm just reading the ones that were that were at the top. Okay. But there's there's a lot of awesome ones there. And the guy actually wrote them into a book. So there you go. Published author now. Since you're talking about great Twitter accounts, I'm going to throw one more in there that people need to follow. Okay. And I know you know about it, but it's one of my all-time favorites. Which one? Faux Gruden. Yes. John Gruden's a fake John Gruden account that's one of the best – fake accounts out there and Gruden I think enjoys it himself uh, but they have merch now <laughs> spider 2 wide banana shirts no way yeah. oh, I love I that. might have to do that but it, it really is it's a fake person saying things like John Gruden would have when he was an announcer um, and you have to read it in Gruden's voice too Jalen Ramsey's been trading to the Rams wow you can't make this stuff up man just call the Los Angeles Ramseys <laughs> What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Spider 2, why Knock banana? Knock on wood if you're with me. Spider 2, why banana? Yeah, this week our uh, our recommendations are Twitter accounts. That's pretty – I like that. Switching up the medium. Switching up the medium. All right. Fair we're, enough. We're going to get uh, to these phone calls before we wrap up this show. We have two. The light is blinking twice. Hit it. Hey, yo, Mike and Mo. This is uh, your good bud, Vin from Thornton, or uh, – as better known as the Chicago of uh, Connecticut. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome. I'm a big fan of uh, the Nutmeg State uh, podcast. Yes. I'm sorry if uh, I don't have all my faculties with me. I just woke up. So, <laughs> um, so anyways, I got a question for you guys. You uh, you talk about, uh, you know, Candlewood Valley Country Club. So, 
so elegantly, so wonderfully. Oh, but I'm, I'm not sure if you're able to discuss not this or not due to contractual uh, oh. obligations. But uh, I just wanted to know, what are some of your favorite golf courses around Connecticut? Ah. I'm from uh, the Litchfield County area, so I got a couple of good areas up here. Like, um, oh, what do I got up here? Oh, I forgot. I can't really think right now. <laughs> he, I'm sorry. He just uh, woke it up. Hasn't, uh, it won't come to me right now. <laughs> but um, you guys can discuss that. Um, outside of the best courses, uh, or some of the worst courses, too. Because I know I got one off the top of my head. Uh, Elmwood. Elmwood is dog Ooh. shit. Oh, it's dog shit. oh, you're gonna have to bleep that out. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm bleeping nothing. Um, all right then, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, as we say up here in Chicago, um, you can't have your uh, cracker jacks without your penises. All right. Bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You can't have your cracker? Yeah. You can't have your cracker jacks without your penises. Oh. Boo. Boo. <laughs> We good don't need throw, to bring good that throwback. Back. All right, that's a first-time caller. I love that. Oh, yeah, great first-time call. Thanks, thanks, Vin, for calling in. Um, Although I'm not a big fan of getting negative on people, but you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's uh, that's a lot to a uh, lot to bring up right there. Yeah. So I mean, basically, that was a, that was a 90-second call saying, "What's your favorite golf courses in the area?" Uh, so obviously, we love Candlewood Valley. Candlewood Valley Country Club, the number one place to go play golf with your friends. Grab a bite to eat. Grab a cocktail. It's just the best. CandlewoodValleyGolf.com. Yes, you did it. You got it. Of course I got it. I nailed it. Not the first three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think we can. Look, Pete knows that we love Candlewood Valley Country Club. Our of sponsors we do. know we love them and they love us. I mean, we both sit on a board of a nonprofit that has a mm-hmm. golf tournament elsewhere yeah. at uh, the club at River Oaks, which is a beautiful course. Beautiful course. Beautiful club. Go. Uh, you, you, your eyes perked up. When, oh, this is a great topic. This is yeah. a great topic. Um, yeah. Well, I, for our Connecticut listeners who it, like Well, golf. it is, yeah. but you know what? Some of these courses are worth the visit. Um, yeah. I can tell you the uh, arguably the best course I've played on in a long time, and that's all due respect to my friends at Candlewood. It's a beautiful course. Bullsbridge Country Club uh, in Kent in, in Kent, yes. is one of the most beautiful courses anywhere. Yes. Uh, from the first hole, a 360 view at the top of the mountain uh, where, with a dog leg right where your, your drive really goes – if you hit it right – over a tree uh, to your right-hand side, and if you can hit that shot, it's a gorgeous shot. Beautiful course. Uh, private, though. Tough. I play there once a year in a, a tournament thanks to Yard Apes. Shout out to Yard Apes, um, who do a great job raising money for charity there. The other one that I really, really like, uh, I'd like to talk about Country Club at Farmington. Oh, yeah. Um, I play there with uh, Dr. Bill Pettit, who is a dear friend, and the Pettit Family Foundation tournament is played there. Uh, where I won my only golf tournament I've ever played, uh, won low net. We finished second at the Candlewood Valley Country Club we this did. year. Yeah. We did. Um, so Farmington, another gorgeous course. I mean, a lot of people think of Tunxus up there, which is nice, but uh, if you can get into a Country Club of Farmington, it is beautiful, great place to play. You know where I was hoping that you would actually go with that? Hot Meadow? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we both played there in the Boy Scouts of America tournament. Gorgeous course. Oh, my. Amazing facilities. Gorgeous course. A lot There's of beer. Pool and tennis, and the beer was flowing. And I love the layout of that course because you drive by the single beer stand like six times, <laughs> which was awesome. We know where your priorities are. Yeah. And then uh, I mentioned River Oaks. Love River Oaks, uh, another private course that's in Sherman. 
Gainfield is good too. Yep. You like Ga- that's I in like the Gainfield. Southbury, yep. I think, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very nice public course. And the last course that I love in the area, and I've only played on it once. It's actually not in Connecticut. It's right over the border. Mm-hmm. There's a nine hole on Quaker Hill, private course. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's there. I will. So I will. Beautiful. Since you're bringing it right over the line, there's a place uh, that's gone now. West uh, the uh, the Harlem Valley. Harlem Valley. Yeah, I used to love that. That was a hole. <clears throat> Harlem Valley um, had a third. It was hole, fun. A third hole that I never, ever, ever, ever mm-hmm. get to it. She sold trucks. Oh, ever hit the green on? Wow. It was uh basically what if you were to take a tape well, measure I mean, to like. Be honest. You As know. the crow flies, it's like a yeah. it's like a, a, a thirty yard hole. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens to just kind of go up like two hundred. You yet? you can't <laughs> you can't hit the ball up in the air though. No, no, that's I cannot hit the ball up in the air. We're gonna work on that, that in this off season. We're gonna work on that. Yeah, yeah, we should take some lessons at the Candlewood Valley Country Club. Candlewood Valley Country Club, the number one place to go play golf. Meet your friends, have a cocktail. Just stop on by CandlewoodValleyGolf.com. There you go. All right, well, Vin, thanks for the call. Good call, Vin. We, we Thanks love, for calling, we love buddy. talking about golf. I'm sure our sponsor is thrilled that we just uh, <laughs> told everybody about all these other well, amazing you know what? courses. Here's the great thing about Canwood Valley Country Club. They love golf. Yes. They want people to experience the game. Yes. And and they kind of are a beacon for a lot of great things. Stand Up and Play Foundation. They're an outstanding public course where uh, you can go get a lesson. You can go learn to play. If you're good – there's still some challenges to Candlewood. Uh, if you're really good, it's still not. It's not like an easy course. You're gonna just wreck it. Yep. Um, it's a beautiful course, well maintained. They do a great job, and and they love when people are out experiencing golf. It makes it better for everybody. And they got a damn golf good kitchen great. too. Great kitchen. Yeah. They have some really good food there. We, I've gone there. Shout just for out lunch. to the whole staff. Yeah, I've man. gone there just for lunch before. The whole staff is amazing. Yeah. Jen does a great job with kitchen. That whole side of it, amazing. I could do without Aaron. Wow. I did not say that. Aaron's awesome. She's great. Aaron's no, no, fun. Aaron. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Yeah. Also a really good guy. <laughs> By the way, you're not allowed to cut that to fix that and try to correct yourself. Uh, no, I said Aaron. The bar is low with Mike and Moe. Classic episode rewind. I could do without Aaron. You, how could I you tell Aaron. those Aaron and Aaron? Well, Aaron and Aaron. I see it's Aaron is how I say Aaron. You didn't say Aaron it that way. Oh, you're caught. Without Aaron. Without Aaron. 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 Yeah, see? Aaron. I don't hear it. Aaron. I don't hear it. Oh, it's Aaron. 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 Love them both. Moving on. Oh, and uh, thanks for the shout out for the Nutmeg State Podcast, Connecticut's number one soccer podcast. Thank you for uh, for listening, Ben. Good for soccer. Now, if we could just get more of those listeners over to this show, we'd actually have some numbers. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Liz. Hey, Liz. I was just wondering if you had any irrational fears or phobias, because you both seem pretty cool-headed. So I just thought, hey, I wonder if they've got some weird quirks. Just wondering. Bye. I, I have a fear of what sounded like a dragon growling behind her in that. <laughs> I'm afraid of I'm afraid of whatever animal made that sound. Do you have Do you have any uh, any even typical fears? I don't do well with heights. Really, heights I don't do I, I don't do well like on top of a two story ladder. I do not. I uh, I used to have a fear of heights. Yeah, I had a trouble being this tall. It was tough. Um, <laughs> but what fixed that for me was, was that you got as wide as you were tall, and all of a sudden you were <laughs> ouch. 
Wow. No, I when I went in the fire academy, when I uh, when I did uh, my yeah. training down there, uh-huh. you cannot have a fear of heights and work ladder drills and that kind of I thing. Could, so, I could not imagine. Um, I did have an issue at one point in the smokehouse where uh, I was kind of – the biggest thing, they wanted me to do leg locks, right, where you have, your, have to lock your leg around the ladder to okay. your foot so you're locked into that ladder no matter what. You're not going to fall off the ladder. Um, and then, what, they put the, then they put you up? I No, no. Once you're up, once you climb the ladder, you lock your foot in. Oh, oh okay. The problem is I was thinking it's, it. on, it's flat on the ground. <laughs> lock your legs, and then we'll lift it up. <laughs> Catapults you up to the third floor. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. Once you have your foot locked in there, uh, it has to go through the hole, right, through the, the square between the rungs, right? I have a size 15 boot. <laughs> it does not fit well into that box. <laughs> so a giant foot going through there didn't work well. So, <laughs> oh, stop it! So I had the I've instructor. Heard the opposite. <laughs> so I had the instructor come all the way up to the roof to try to help me because I was trying to leg lock, and I'm like, I can't do it, man. My foot just doesn't work that way. Okay, it's too big. But once I had that conversation with him on the ladder, it was like everything just melted away. So that fear was gone. I have a weird fear of uh, I, I hate hate. Hate mice. Really? Yeah. Oh, can't stand mice. I yeah, I don't like mice at really? all. Really? Yeah. That's strange. They're disgusting vermin that carry disease, and I don't want them anywhere near me. So, like, if you see a mouse, I don't eat and jump on a table, but I need to kill it. But do you? So you you actively attack the mouse? I yeah, I need it dead. Okay. Yeah, mice are just flat out disgusting okay. creatures. They're vermin. They're disgusting. They're gross. They carry disease. They don't belong in my home. If I see one out in the park running through the field, you're fine. Good for you. Field mice, okay. It's house mice, my, no good. Yeah, house mice, no good. Every now and again, I get woken up by a mouse. Wait, on you? No. Well, see, some it's uh, once or twice. Yes. I'd freak. It's I'd typically freak. dead, and it's a gift from a cat waking yeah. me up with that. Yeah. How would you like that? Uh, that's, dead mouse. Uh, on the bed? Literally in the bed once. I'd bug out. I'd Oh, that cat would not like me. <laughs> I love that the cat is killing mice. Don't get me wrong. Don't put that present in my bed. I, I actually have a couple of, uh, of, of videos. Uh, people may think I'm inhumane for it. I don't care. Of my indoor cats <laughs> hunting mice inside. Okay. So like, like batting it around, playing with it. And I have a couple of videos of my outdoor cats uh, eating squirrels and rabbits, head to toe, bones and everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just, Savage. I, I just got another one a couple of days ago, actually. Savage. Yeah, Sassafras was going to town on this squirrel. Interesting. Yeah. We, we only feed them, you know, so much, the outdoor cats, so that they hunt. And boy, do they hunt. Interesting. But they also want the same praise as the indoor cats. I'll open my front door and it's just like, there's a squirrel head and a squirrel tail. I don't know where the rest of it is, wow. but there it is. Yeah, so that's my fear, I think, really with, uh, you know, I, I don't like uh, mice in my house. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's unreasonable, but that's that's my I don't, fear. I don't think it's irrational. Do I have an irrational fear? I don't think so. No. I don't think I have any irrational fears. I just had a Michael Scott moment come to mind. Do I... Do I need to be liked? No. Do I have to be liked? I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't need to be liked. Like I have to be liked. You know. Uh, <laughs> a rational fear of being liked. No, I'm not afraid of that. People can. Uh, a lot of people probably don't like me, and a lot of people probably don't like. Well, a lot of people definitely don't like you. They show it in the polls. Absolutely. Yeah. Thirty-nine <laughs> percent of this town hates you. Well, actually, no. It was more wow. like forty-two percent last time around. Wow. But um. Uh. Okay. Good. Good call, Liz. 
Good call, Good Liz. Good call. I like it. If if we come up with any other fears, I'll let you know. This one's kind of tough. Yeah. I, I, Something I, to chew on. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the heights jumped out at me because yeah. I know it. It's not irrational, though. It's people not irrational, that, though. Yeah, if, um, no, like people who are like, I have a fear of bananas. Like, Yeah. Uh, that's what? irrational. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, hey, all those people who give us a call are great. Um, you should contribute, too. Give us a call. Me? I'm here all the time. Not you, the listener. <laughs> What's our phone number there, Miguel? 6317-Mike-Mo. Mike with a Y. You got it? You good? You good? Why are you giving me that look? That's a really weird look you're giving me. Oh, my God. That's creepy. <laughs> because you, you're... We have uh, the vocal booth here, right? Right. And, and so I can only see, like, your eyes and, like, the ridge of your nose. And I'm just seeing <laughs> this really Yeah, I'm giving him a stare down with it. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, call 6317-Mike-Mo. Um, that's Be Mike a part with a of the y. show. Be a part of the show. It's great. And uh, you should also subscribe on all of our apps or uh, whatever. Not all. Where do you listen? One you app. listen on Apple, Stitcher, wherever you listen. We're subscribe. on Apple. We're on Stitcher. Uh, we just got onto TuneIn Radio. Hey, we're on uh, Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, which is cool. Which is great. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, Libsyn, the original. Yeah, but you can't subscribe. Well, whichever. On you can't. Subscribe but look, on here's there. the thing. It's important that you subscribe. Spotify. 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 That's what I was missing. Spotify. Yeah. Uh, it's important that you subscribe so we can see that we're having people listen and then share that because. We can only make this whole thing work if we have a lot of people listening to the show. If you're not a subscriber, you haven't realized we don't start the social promotion until like a day or so after the episode's up. Right. So if you want to get the episodes faster and not wait and actually just get like a push notification on your phone, uh, subscribe on any of those apps that I mentioned and uh, you'll know before everyone else. You'll be first. And we'd really appreciate it yeah and then uh share all of our posts on social and uh tell your friends and like and follow because we will only keep this thing going if you guys are here to listen to us right we don't do this for ourselves well a little bit we <laughs> i don't do this for me <laughs> but it's fun but we have a good time doing yeah it. we have a good time but we could be having these same conversations playing madden and right not bothering with recording and editing and posting and and, and money you actually pay money yeah. Right? To keep this show uh, to keep I pay show money up. to keep the show open. Yeah. I buy breakfast and come in. Teas. I buy, I buy tea every week. Yeah. We, we buy a lot of stuff. The only thing that uh, that I contribute is a less than state-of-the-art recording studio. And not that we don't love having our wonderful sponsor. We would love some sponsors or contributors to the show. Yeah. I care more about the fans. Just like, follow, share. I do share. too, but that's going to help us get there. So if every single person gets us one new fan, you've done your job. We'll have six people listening to the show. And then if every person also calls into the show, we'll have a ton of topics. We'll have four calls. What? We're losing listeners as the show <laughs> progresses? I'm not good at math. Uh. A lot of fun. Like this, uh, like this more regularity to our show. Yeah, we're going to try getting these shows out on a weekly basis for you guys. It's, uh, it, it really depends on how much we mess up in recording and how long the edit takes. Right. <laughs> and today's got a few mess ups, that's all. Yeah, all right. So uh, today's date is December 29th, <laughs> 2067. We're not, we're not waiting that long to do a weekly show. No. That's that's the thing that uh, that's difficult for both of us too, because our schedules can be a little bit tight, especially as we get into December. Schedules get a little tight, but we'll do our we'll do our best to uh, we'll do our best to make sure we have a good show out there for you, or as best we get.
She was a drug dealer.